you crazy cats and kittens. This is Carol Baskin yes. from Big Cat Rescue <laughs> tuning in live. <laughs> <laughs> welcome welcome hey y'all I shout out that. to carol baskin shout out to joe exotic you know our folks or whatever exactly i rock with them heavy they are like i don't know if i rock with them but you know they, shout out to them they're like the hillbilly <laughs> like reality tv trash yeah, that we need during this trashiest. time <laughs> i'm telling you hey y'all you definitely crazy makes Captain our spirits King. high during this time she's like crazy talking to her husband in the background like shut up before i feed you to the cats honey i'll put some sardine oil on you <laughs> that's all she's gonna do that is precisely she's like what i already she's know do mm -hmm. um she killed her husband she period. i mean duh but like where's yeah. the body though that's what we wondering like it's she fed, fed to her to tigers. tigers yeah that is so unfortunate I mean, Everyone knows. She and we're going to have these memes years. for the next, like, 30 days, guys. We cannot wait. And one solitary day. The memes are coming. To report that yep. nigga did. That's it. Mm -hmm. The deadline mm -hmm. was five years. You have to wait five years to report somebody dead. Sis waited one she extra waited day. That was it. And one day. She said, she said her grievance was standing in her kitchen. Period. It's time it. for it to go. Had no funeral. Nothing. Just wash her hands clean of that nigga. She's done girl that's crazy anyway crazy. how you doing crazy, sis crazy. what's up how you doing i'm doing good i'm working from home so you know quarantining and chilling for sure true nothing else to report that's it <laughs> i dyed my hair it looks really great it does, um, it's really cute very happy about it can't wait and for our next photo shoot yeah and i did a really some, I did some spring cleaning. That was our do of the week last week. I did our spring cleaning, my spring cleaning. Mm -hmm. um, As did I. Reorganized my yeah, closet. Good. And I feel very proud of it. So, yeah. Look at us following yeah. our own instructions. I know, right? Which is, you know, typically I don't ever. But I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get get it done. <laughs> I never really do spring cleaning like that. Yeah, mine was kind of inevitable because um, I had to unpack my life. Um, mm -hmm. so I just had boxes all over my room and I was just like, mm, I have so many things and so little place to put them. So I had to really go in yeah. and, um, decide what was necessary, what was not necessary. Mm -hmm. I have lots of things that I'm going to actually, I'm going to, um, create a Poshmark and sell oh, good. a lot of, uh, these clothes. Yeah. That'll be really good. Yeah. Cause why not? I'm not giving them to the Google. Um, what is it called? Goodwill? Nah, I usually do that, but this time i feel like these clothes are just too good to go to goodwill so then yeah i'm definitely giving the clothes that i have to goodwill because it's a bunch of t-shirts oh yeah <laughs> so yeah. they can have there's that. nothing really that's like oh my god i gotta have it like i i mean it's it's four bags worth but it's nothing exciting in there okay but that's okay. good for people to make extra cash poshmark is awesome yeah so. my brother actually does it um he'll come yeah, home and be going that. through everybody's closet and be like you don't need this right next thing you know your stuff be so he's shipping it off you're like wait a minute <laughs> i wanted to wear those shoes <laughs> like i i thought i liked that you know i was i thinking thought that i liked it else. i was gonna yeah. actually wear it in the springtime like but okay guess i actually not. prepared to wear it guess this not. fall but i guess that <laughs> i don't need that leather jacket it's cool it's cool. Exactly. How are you doing, though? I'm good. Outside of your spring cleaning. I'm good. I'm here, you know. I'm here thriving, surviving. And I'm living. Purry it. poo. And I'm living for all of the IG Live battles. I mean, getting mm -hmm. my whole entire life. Like T-Pain and um, Lil Jon. 
did mm-hmm. one and I'm telling you, I loved it. I was really upset because there were a lot of songs that Lil John did not play that I, I felt saw like that. He you were live tweeting too during Girl, that. Girl, I sure was. You? I was going crazy and I was coming. I was like, Jonathan, play Bia Bia, nigga. What is your problem? <laughs> Bia Bia. That did not make the cut though. No, it didn't make the cut. A lot of stuff didn't make the cut. And I was very sad about that. But you know what? Shout out to Twitter because somebody out there made a playlist. They said, fuck that. He don't want to play it. We going to play it. I saw that. I was like, okay, give me my life. Yes. Yes. So, and then tonight after we record, well, really not after we record, like it starts at eight. So a little bit after we finish, um, Mm -hmm. there is a Gucci versus Future situation i don't think that it's them per se it's like a dj that's doing it but i'm just as lit okay i I don't care yeah (laughs) my ass will still be thrown around the house and in a circle you know so i'm fine with (laughs) multiple circles okay in multiple circles i'm fine with it so yeah um other than that the governor extended our Stay at home order to May 13th when really, I mean, really, we know it's going to be like July 17th. But exactly. We were just talking about this today. Yeah. I just feel like like, stop stop spoon feeding it to us. Just tell us. Yeah. I think they just don't want to create like frenzy and chaos and hysteria. But it's like you might as well just, you know, rip the bandaid off. Right. Realistically, I think if they tell us stay at home till like August, niggas are going to be like, fuck that. I'm going out. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, fuck it. I'm going out. Fuck y'all. It is what it is. But just stay home. <laughs> it's going to be uh, pretty. Or practice social distancing. Even if you're not staying home, make sure there's not more than like four or to six people in one space at a time. If I count 11, I'm calling the cops. Period. If I count five, I'm calling the cops. Period. Like, you know, I just think four's, you know, the, the golden number here, sir. Well, if I get it, if I see an extra person, 911. Yes, mm-hmm. this I is Karen. Them. I'm actually I'm calling mm-hmm. to to let you know about a, a party, a large gathering that mm-hmm. does not follow mm-hmm. our societal standards at the moment. CDC recommendations. Mm-hmm. It does not follow those. Period. I am going to because I'm ready to go right. outside. Yep. You niggas are really getting in the way of this. I just don't understand. Like, um. You know, we drive to uh, the country every week to go give my granddad like his meals for the week and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. For y'all that don't know, my granddad is in a wheelchair. So my mom will meal prep from, for him and then we'll take it down there every week. Anyway, so we go down there and they have like the country has decided that there's a curfew at I want to say six or seven, some shit like that. Nine. I don't know. Whatever it is, niggas mm-hmm. have been congregating outside. Like they've been like, we throw some meat on the grill. Y'all want to come over? I see 15 people outside in their lawn chairs. What are you doing? Yeah. What exactly are you doing? Like they feel like as long as they're, you know, six feet apart from each other, they're fine. I just don't understand. Nope, you're still not First fine. of all, they weren't even six it's feet apart. Okay. Number one. Number two, I'm wondering, I saw a tweet and I'm, I'm curious as well, how long, society is going to allow niggas to wear bandanas in public before it becomes a racist thing i don't think i think we got about one more week before they really start to create the racism but i'm excited yeah because i just saw something about like now they're telling everyone to wear a mask my job is actually providing masks for us they just sent us an email today Mm -hmm. i know i mean if we have to be out there might as well but then i thought to myself there's a shortage like the hospitals are complaining about not having enough masks. People Don't we got think them. like they are better off to have it than us? But hey, people have. I'm gonna pick them. my mask I up. So it is what it is. That was open today. Stood in line to get in it, and when I went to go check out, girl, they were selling 
whatever a kn95 it doesn't look like the n95 but it's like a n95 different. no oh, it's okay. not an n95 it's a kn95 it's a little different i guess whatever it is okay. they're selling them bitches at the beauty supply store for 590 or 499 each so okay i was like hmm. oh that's interesting very much mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. very very much so yeah. i mean at least they're open and you know, if you need your beauty supply needs. Girl, I mean, when you know, I tell you, ahead, I drove. Because remember, we talked about not being able to go without a nail appointment, right? And yes. if they're extending us another month and then my nails are already old and are already starting to kind of like fall apart. And, you know, once mm-hmm. one nail kind of starts to lift and they all start to lift, I can't do yeah. that. So, baby girl, I went to Home Depot today. I got a rotary tool. I got the stuff to do. Uh, what? <laughs> are you serious? I'm not joking. I found an oh SNS um, nail supply <laughs> that was open mm-hmm. in Doraville. I drove all the way to Doraville. Yes, I was over there by you today. Yes, you were. Yes, I drove all the way out there to go get some. <laughs> <laughs> to go get some SNS supplies Dedication. and then I got my rotary, rotary tool I'm about to sit on the deck tomorrow and file down this color powder and I'm about to redip my nails because I cannot I cannot Jasmine Girl. I mean you know what all applause to you for um hey you said it you cannot live without a nail appointment I can't I'm personally as uh, I need to I probably should do that my dang self but you know Eventually, I'll get to it. Yeah. I mean, for those who don't know, I've always done my own nails. Like, I used to paint them every single day in high school. Literally not joking. I would do designs and everything. I have, like, over two or 300 bottles of nail polish that I haven't used because I've been getting my nails done. So, now I'm just going to, you know, expand on my experience <laughs> and try exactly. SNS for really. the first Make time. Make it yourself. Make it your own experience. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I'm just... I just can't be looking like a toddler about the hands. I really can't. I'll, I will be depressed looking at my hands, and it just won't be a good situation for anybody involved. <laughs> well, there you have it. I love it. I'll give y'all an update next week and let y'all know if it turned out cute or not, though. Yeah, I want to see I want to see them. So once you're done, you, you know, I'm going to send you a picture. Be like, girl, look what I did, girl. I'm like, okay, girl, I see you. Okay. You better you better do Come it, okay? Razzle, dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything for Motivation Monday? I do, I do. And I then, do, I do, I do, I, ooh. Oh, yeah, I do, I do, I do, ooh. Okay, so this is from Boss Babe, Inc. One of my favorite things to post from. If you look at our Monday stories, I literally, they're every Monday I post them. Yeah. As an ambitious woman, you. you have two options. A supportive partner or no partner at all you know i saw that and i was like like can i love can i can i, I <laughs> can i retweet with this one can i send this to somebody in particular make sure it's on all the waves i want people to see this and i want it to shine bright like a diamond okay shine bright like a diamond i was like that is that is the that's the quote of the year yeah i mean honestly really and truly of the year because it's a choice because i know we're going to get into this into our main topic mm-hmm, but i mm-hmm. think that like the reason that resonated with me so much is because I think that people, you tend to date these guys and sometimes they, you're more supportive. You're more, you know, willing to bend to conform and all these good things. And they're just not, they're just not it, Mm-mm. you know, and you know, they're not it, but you choose to settle for that mm-hmm. because, well, he's this, he fits all the standards cause he's tall. He's whatever the case may be. No bitch. He's not supportive. Like if the man can't support your dreams not even just support you financially like you can't even show up to things that I do or if I launch something you can't even show up to like you know congratulate me and be a part of the crowd bro what are you why are we still here have you ever dated a person like that yes 
Triggered. Triggered. I'm triggered when I hear your name. I can't. I just, I will never, ever, ever. Like, if I tell you something and you breeze right over it, like, you don't care. Okay, well, just know that I'm probably not going to care about shit that you got going on either. And I know people get think like, oh, that's tit for tat. But really and truly, it's just like, if you're not being supportive to me, why do I give a shit about what you got going on? Right. And I've been in situations like that multiple times where, you know, you're supportive of other people. You're excited for their wins. And then when it comes to you, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, babe, guess what happened at work today? And they're like, oh, that's cool. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> what like, you mean? That's it? That's cool. Mm-hmm. what you mean that's cool i am perplexed but you know that's that's neither here nor there you ready to get into this scoop sis yes i am talk about gray areas um i read an article from Exo nicole about rihanna and she discussed just you know as she's getting older how her life is really turning more into black and white and her gray area shutting down um specifically when it comes to kids and just you know um as she gets older her career and things like that so i wanted to talk to you today about our gray areas and kind of figure out you know as you get older and as we mature, do you find yourself kind of being less lenient on certain things than others, what that looks like, um, and then kind of seeing where the conversation goes? Okay, I'm with it. Okay. Cool beans. So the first thing I kind of wanted to discuss was gray areas about our careers. Is there anything in like, as we are diving more into our careers and what we're doing are there anything that you're kind of just like i'm not going to settle for this i'm not going to settle for this but i can be lenient more so on these kind of things i think so um i'll let you go first though (laughs) (laughs) um i think there are there are a couple things that are no longer i no longer have in my gray area when it comes to my careers um But the main thing is like my work life boundaries. I feel like I no longer there are things I check out as soon as I leave from work now because I used to be so, so engrossed in just all the things that I was doing and making sure that I had to be like that star player that was, you know, always available and always going to do the go the extra mile. And not that I'm not going to do that stuff now, but I think I'm a little bit more cognizant of what I'm doing and how that affects me mentally and how that affects me um, in my personal life, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of separating the two. Um, I know that people a lot, they like to have a blending of their personal and professional lives which is not a problem but there always has to be some type some type of line that you draw on the sand Mm -hmm. and I never once had that and so for me it's just I'm not lenient on the things that I have going on in my personal life intertwining with my professional some things will automatically do that like professional development and things like that you you know you meet people um, that maybe like co-workers may become friends or whatever the case may be but I kind of like to make sure those two things are separate enough to where I still have a life outside of my job and my job is not my entire life. Mm-hmm. So I'm no longer um, getting getting kind of caught up in like Jasmine, the event planner. It's like, no, I'm Jasmine and then I'm also an event planner, you know? Yeah. So currently great areas in my career. I, I agree. I used to be the person that was like, 
I'll be work all the time. I'll be there whenever you need me. I'm your most dedicated employee, you know, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And those things didn't lead me <laughs> anywhere that I wanted to mm-hmm. be. It just led me into a situation where my time was being abused. You know, it was like, oh, well, she'll be there. So I don't yeah. have to worry about this yeah, or, you know, that's whatever what the case may be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, I had a gray area with work. There was no like per- mis- mixing of personal boundaries, but I guess more so like how dealing with management, how how I dealt with management, I guess. Um, I used to um, allow certain things that I'm just not willing to tolerate anymore. You know? Um, yeah. Like the way someone speaks to you, you need to speak to me like you would speak to another doctor or someone that you don't know like Mm -hmm. give me that same level of respect i don't care if you see me every day um and also knowing your worth when it comes to pay too because i think that um at one point i and sometimes i don't i don't think this is exclusive to me i think some people especially in the times we are now where people like don't have employment or people losing their jobs and things that we can get to a point where we're desperate for anything. So we'll just take anything. Right. So somebody says, I'll pay mm-hmm. you $10 an hour to work 72 hours a week or whatever the case may be. And you always have to be there or something. And you're just like, okay, cool. I need a job. It's fine. Whatever. Now I'm at the point where I'm like, mm, nah, that doesn't sound right. Um, because there have been jobs like uh like previously i know me and you talked i don't know if i mentioned it on the podcast but i was working six days a week that is hell yeah. that is that's literal a literal hell because i told yeah i remember like i girl. used to be so stressed and tired because mm-hmm. you only get that one day a week to get your life together so and that it takes more than just one day to recover right so that sunday <laughs> i would wake up go to church go to the grocery store after church cook and then by that time it'd be six or seven o'clock and it's time for me to mm-hmm. wind down and then i need to be to bed by nine because i got to get up at five to work out like i didn't have a life and that was very stressful so now at the at the point I'm at now, I'm like, no, I'm not interested in working a six day work week. I'm sorry. You can't have it. Mm-hmm. Six out of seven days. No, you can't own my life. I'm not interested in that. Um, Some people are and that's cool, but I just can't. I simply cannot. There has to be some type of separation. And it's difficult for me to maybe eventually I will be able to like mentally separate from the workplace like uh clocked out done um mm-hmm. but a lot of times i've told you all before i have a ruminating mindset so my brain replays things over and over so <laughs> separating from things that may happen at work that i might be thinking about or may have bothered me or something that i felt like i could have done better is very difficult so if i have mm-hmm. those two days to myself where i don't have to think about this this subject at all then I feel like that will be the beginnings of me defining a clear-cut boundary between like my work and my personal life in that sense yeah no I love that because I feel like too you wouldn't have known those kind of things until you were in it you know yeah like ideally when you look at a six-day work week you're like okay because you look at the hours and I mean look you look at the pay and you're like okay I could do that but when you're in it it's like this is too much Mm mm-hmm That's why I think it's so important to have work-life balance in general or work-life boundaries because there's no such thing as like balance in all things. Sometimes, you know, sometimes things rock over and tilt and things like that and you have to like adjust and be flexible. But um, when you have your boundaries set and you kind of know like, okay, well, 
it's Friday, I'm going to clock out at this time and that is what it is, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you start to adhere to those things, then it kind of makes life a little bit easier in the professional sense because people also start to respect your boundaries because they know, okay, I Absolutely. can't call her after a certain time mm-hmm. because she's not, you know, she's not available or unless it's like an emergency, but typically that's far and few between. Right. Um. So what about like with dating? Are there more things that you feel like as you get older, you're just, I mean, I know we're both not with the shits when it comes to certain <laughs> things in dating, but, <laughs> but like when you speak to a guy, like for you, you're someone who knows for a fact that you want to have multiple kids. You want to have your own business. You want to like, there, there are goals that you want to accomplish mm-hmm. um, by certain ages and things like that. When you're in, in the dating world, are these things that, I mean, that you're clearly communicating and are there things that like when you read people like red flags, which are just kind of, um, more so inclined to block you know block or turn away from than anything else yeah for sure um so i kind of i'll kind of segue from like one topic to the next so i'm like very highly ambitious i have a lot of mm-hmm. goals as far as owning multiple businesses multiple mm-hmm. franchises like i plan to be like a millionaire or billionaire at some point that's my goal um yeah. and that is not a common mindset among a lot of people so whenever i'm dating someone or like in those like talking phases or whatever the fuck that is mm-hmm. you know when you're getting to know somebody we'll get into that if i <laughs> right if i feel like there are things there are conversations that you have and things that people can say that can lead you to the mindset that they don't have they don't share that same mindset or that same ambition and especially mm-hmm. with me personally my life partner I plan to be my business partner I don't really see those two things completely separating at all yeah um just because of the type of lifestyle I want to have and the type of life I want to create for myself and my future family right so when I'm talking Mm -hmm. to someone for example if they're the type of person that's like yeah I am fine with making like I've talked to somebody before where they were perfectly fine with making forty thousand fifty thousand dollars a year for the rest of their lives that's what they wanted there's nothing wrong with that but that is nowhere near what I want and I know that in that sense you would be no help to me reaching the goals that I want to reach so we're not going to go anywhere past this conversation because Mm -hmm. we don't share the same mindset we don't share the same goals it's not really going to work even if we have a chemistry or a connection I'm not trying to change stuff about you like I'm not trying to change your mindset and the goals that you have for your life to fit my own I just want to find somebody that matches that same ambition or that same level of ambition and I said that you have to want to be a millionaire or billionaire or whatever the case may be but somebody who I has a regular job right might be working a nine to five and they clock in and they get their regular check but then on the side they have their own business and they're doing other yeah. things or they have other mm-hmm. goals that they're working on that don't have to do with this company that they work for that to me is very attractive because that reflects I guess my mindset as well because I can go work and say be a teacher or I don't know mm-hmm. work at Verizon but wireless or something side of it it's what I think attracts more tied to you yes because entrepreneurial yeah. mindset is not something that you can mm, create it's something that a person is like, born with in a sense I don't okay. um okay I think there are people that are 
no i think i know there are people that are fine with going to clock in and clocking out and that's it they get the rest Mm -hmm. of their weekend that's what they want that's what they like but then there are people that that's not enough for them and i am that person so i need to find Mm -hmm. people that have that this isn't this that same mindset yeah right because that's just me right you know that's just me and there's nothing wrong with other people having that other mindset you just have to find like-minded people so as far as that goes that's definitely the boundary I set. Um, the another boundary I set is um, I need somebody who's a good communicator, for sure. Mm. And if I find red flags in a sense where so, if there's so right, um, if there's an issue and I bring it up, and instead of actually addressing the issue and us talking about it and identifying the problem and kind of trying to work together to fix it you decide to gaslight me or you you know like you say oh it's not that serious that's what you worried about or what like we can't be we can't be this not gonna work because I don't really like having (laughs) conversations like this you know like Mm -hmm. I if they reflect if somebody shows you something in the beginning you know the uh, quote from um was it Oprah or Maya Angelou somebody if somebody shows you who they are believe them the first time so I feel like Miss Maya yes I was like I know I feel like (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oprah said it but it was definitely Maya um yeah but uh yeah Dr. Maya Angelou anyway so um yeah believe when someone shows you who they are believe them the first time so if you know the communication style that you like or that you're attracted to or that you prefer then why continue to I guess egg something on knowing that it's not cohesive with what you would like so I guess those are two things that I guess would be were gray areas before but they're black and white now yeah I like those I think that's um I think for you I couldn't envision your black and white areas being anything different mm-hmm. because the person that you are and the person your life partner that's going to compliment you it would just be kind of I don't want to say a downgrade but it really wouldn't reflect your character if you met someone that wasn't as didn't have that kind of mindset the same mindset as you as far as like you know entrepreneurial um, or just in general life goals and like the way that you guys the way you conduct you know business and things like that nature it just wouldn't like make sense to me if I met if you met someone or not met someone but if you um were paired with someone that didn't kind of reflect your same passions you know yeah it would be kind of like trying to make fetch happen you know yeah yeah it really would be and I myself like um I think when I was younger, there were a lot of things that, you know, I never really spoke about when it came to dating because I kind of was just like, oh, that's, you know, that's weird. Or do I really want to talk about this? Or I don't even know my life goals and all these different things or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I've gotten older, there definitely are a few things that I'm just kind of like, there's no more gray area when it comes to that. Like, I need to know, you Mm -hmm. know, one of those things is like, I want to know that you're a dreamer that has that you and you have action behind those dreams. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. um. I want to know what your passions are. What are your goals? Like, what do you, what do you want to do with your life? Do you really want to um, be sitting behind a desk if that's not what you're passionate about, mm-hmm. about, you know, like, how are you actively getting to the things that you say you want to get to? I right. think for me, I grew up where it was always talk, but there was no action. And I just, I can't stand that. Like I, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, I just uh, came and be involved in that, you know? So that's definitely Agreed. something that for me, yeah, you know what I mean? I just think that it's important 
as people that when you start to learn yourself and you start to set these things out, you kind of stay true to what you're passionate about and what you're good at and like learn about how you can better yourself. But when you cut that out entirely, it's kind of hard, especially for me to connect with anyone because I am such a dreamer and I write down things that I'm like, oh, I want to accomplish this or, oh, I want to, I'm going to put this out into the atmosphere and I'm going to figure out ways to get to that point. Instead, like I, I meet so many people who say they want to do things, but they don't have an action plan behind mm-hmm. it. And then when you talk to them about having an action plan, it's kind of like they get defensive or they don't want to talk about it or they're like, oh, yeah, I know. I know. And you're just like, OK, well, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like you're doing anything to um, really combat that. But, you know, for that's sure. neither here nor there. I think um, before, my though, like to be in. Yeah, I think before in those type of situations, for me personally, I would. um bank on the potential right yeah. somebody would be like oh yeah, i'm gonna do this course. i'm gonna do that but you know you don't see the action behind it and nothing that they're doing right now aligns with what they have mm-hmm. in mind for themselves and i would just kind of be like yeah one day he's gonna do this yep and then Until it kind of never happens you know and never then happens. you sitting there looking like boo boo the fool okay what's your next thing <laughs> my no that's girl literally clown makeup in full effect <laughs> <laughs> um my next thing was someone who's in a um who's an effective listener mm-hmm. because i we can talk all day but if you're not comprehending what i'm saying or understanding it or actually like regurgitating it and really trying to like process through it it to me it still gets lost in translation right like yeah. i feel like um i have i'm gonna tell you right now i tell everybody this i don't have the best memory but if there, but there are things that I keep like, okay, I'm going to write this down so I can remember that. Or I'm going to write these birthday, da- birthday dates down because I want to know these, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, I understand my flaws, but I also think that like being someone who is listening to the problem and understanding it and comprehending it is super important to me just because sometimes it's hard for me to articulate how I feel. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I can't get the right words out because maybe I just don't know what I'm trying to say, you know, those kind of things. So, um, those are just no longer the things that I'm going to settle f- mm-hmm. less than for. You know, I think um, if I'm perfectly fine in my own like corner, you know, I'm perfectly mm-hmm. fine um, in this single life that I'm living right now. I kind of I like it. It's fun to kind of do my own thing and talk to people when I want to and mingle and whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um but I just know that the life partner that God has for me is going to have to really, you know, meet some of those standards. I'm going to have multiple. Mm-hmm. Right. I also am somebody who's a planner. And yes, it'd be nice to God. meet someone. Uh, yeah, I am. And it'd be nice to That's meet someone who. no longer a gray area. <laughs> no, I need it. Like, I need someone who at least has some, like planning skills and some. Exp- like, you don't have to be the biggest planner like me. I'm not expecting that. But it's like, give me something to work with. Something, like, please. I don't want to. I don't know what you're trying to do. Nigga, what? You should have had an idea you know what before I you got about. me over here. Thank you. Because here's what I think about, too. If you don't have any type of, like, planning skill set or, like, mind frame, even if it's just the smallest thing, I think about we're going to forever be in this gray area where we don't know what we're doing. We're going to forever, you know, be or, in this Unless talking. I'm playing things. Unless and I plan things, but you're going to be forever for in this like talking stage or getting to know one another or we're just dating or we're not really like we don't have any commitments because he really doesn't 
think that far in the future. It's like mm. you're forever going to be like waiting for something to shake and it's never going to shake because that person just doesn't think that way. And then you're going to have to force him or force his hand to think like, don't you want to make me your girlfriend? Don't you want to make me your fiance? Don't you like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't want to have to tell you any of those things. Yeah, I'm not interested in any of that. Mm -mm. You can no. have all of that. Every last bit of it. <laughs> Put it in your pocket. Just, deal with it later. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to be involved. Exactly. I don't want to be involved in that. Mm -mm. And so um, when I think about my gray areas and things that like I'm going to settle, not settle for, I don't want to, that's a terrible word, but things that I'm going to, I can be a little bit more lenient on. Mm -hmm. There are just certain things that I feel like everyone should kind of know what areas they're just not going to be. And you shouldn't be made to feel bad for that either. You know, mm -hmm. I think like, I saw this movie and this girl wrote down a list of standards that she wanted in, her, in a man. Now, I think that's a little bit extreme because realistically you can't like, it's not build a man. That's, I, that would be a great story. Well, Russell Wilson open that said up. that's what I he did for Sierra. But he did. Well, he wrote down qualities that he wanted in a woman. He wrote down five qualities mm -hmm. that he wanted. But this, this movie I was watching, she had like literally 50 things that she wanted. Oh. Like girl that's a little bit excessive Nelsies. but i do love that russell wilson like when he talked about it he said he wrote five things down he didn't necessarily say that it was going to be you know this person or that person but he said like she fits everything that i wanted in a woman in my life partner and mm -hmm. i think that's that's important to have you know um after he wrote after i saw that video i definitely wrote down some things <laughs> <laughs> i said well let me get into my journal and um just write down some key essential things that i need to pray over and make sure that i'm ready for because mm -hmm. another thing are we ready for it mm -hmm. that's are we ready true. for these commitments you know because marriage is a commitment babies are a commitment like um a life partner just even just having like a carrying big relationship is a commitment to be with someone for the rest of your lives mm -hmm. through good and bad that's a commitment you know mm -hmm. which brings us to another thing so so Rihanna speaks about, you know, in 10 years, she'll be 42 and she'll be ancient, which is like ridiculous because she won't be. But she wants to have like three or four kids, whether she's married or not. Right. Mm -hmm. And she feels like love is like the basis for all of that. She doesn't need a man to kind of like provide and do things. That's why she's working really hard now. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on like kids before marriage and kind of like how you move in your everyday life? Um, yeah, no, I agree with what she said. I also feel like when you are of a certain affluence financially, you mm -hmm. are able to make those type of decisions because your money can help you with a lot of things. Like you might not have the support from a partner if you have children by yourself, right? But you can certainly purchase a nanny or an au pair. You know what I'm saying? You can make sure that yeah. you have someone there 24-7 to be with your children. Mm -hmm. And then maybe also your mom isn't working because you're paying you know you have the money to support her yeah. so your mom Very can be true. there to love on your kids all the time or whatever the case may be you can have the family support because like you can have this family support all the time because you're able to afford to help these people to live so that they can be there for you or your children mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be but if you're just a regular regular joe i don't think that your life will uh will necessarily pan out that way is definitely possible but it'll be a little bit harder right for sure. so like shonda rhimes has two daughters and um she's not married she never was she adopted them as a mm -hmm. matter of fact and um 
she's been raising them on her own. I mean, a lot of people don't know that unless you read her book. Um, yeah. But she talks about, you know, how she had help along the way, like with family and friends. And, you know, she obviously is very well off. So she's able yeah. to, you know, pay to have the help that she needs. I can't imagine mm-hmm. doing that and making less than six figures every year you know i couldn't imagine having that sort of lifestyle where i'm the sole proprietor like sole caretaker for these children and i can't afford to pay somebody to also help me 24 7 now me saying that i want to adopt kids if i don't have if i don't um have a partner and all of that stuff when i'm like 40 or whatever the case may be at that point i picture myself being perfectly fine was being able to pay for somebody 24 7 to you know to be able to help out and have that assistance needed you know or to be able to support my parents financially so that they Mm -hmm. can help me with whatever I need when it comes to the kids or whatever the case may be but if I didn't see that for myself then no but having um but like having kids before marriage and including a partner nah fuck all of that (laughs) like (laughs) fuck all of that no 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 i'm not interested we need to be making sure we're taking the proper precautions and we're thinking through these things because i don't want to necessarily be in a situation where i'm tied to somebody forever that i'm not even sure if i really want to be tied to forever and i feel like that's how it should definitely be looked at i think the same exact well not the same exact way but i do think um there are limitations when obviously you're not, you know, rich and wealthy and the one percent um, there. You got to be a little bit more flexible and you have to um, there's long nights. And I could just for me, I definitely don't want kids um, before I'm married just because I've seen it um, with friends and family. And I just think to myself that it's just so much work and not that it's bad or anything like that. Not that I'm like condoning, like not condoning. Um, not that I'm putting it down in any sense because mm-hmm. I have friends who are single moms that are great my sister like I just think about these people who are phenomenal you know but I've just seen their journeys and I it's like I just don't feel like that's in my ministry it's usually a lot it's of like not. hardship before you get to yeah a, a yeah balance. yes and there's a lot of selflessness that's going on that Oof. I'm not I'm not ready for Mm-mm. um and I also think to myself that a child is a forever commitment so when you bring a child into this world (laughs) exactly when you bring a child into this world there's a partner that's attached to them unless you're doing like IVF or freezing your eggs or adopting or something like that but there's a partner attached with with them and I just don't want to bring a child up in this world with someone who is just evil you know plain and simple like there's people out there that you meet and then you guys talk about having kids and then you do and they are still the same asshole that they were before or they're still giving you extra problems but it's even more you know bright it's brighter now because you have a child in this world i just don't want to i don't personally want to deal with that Mm -hmm. and i know that people love their kids and i i do love kids i think they're beautiful but i think that it definitely is something that you have to think about long term for too. Yeah, you know, if you're someone who's gonna, um, I don't know, make it be in a profession where you're only gonna make forty or fifty thousand a year, like that's gonna be a struggle to yeah. have a child by yourself if you don't have a support like a partner who's able to at least assist. None of you guys are together. You don't have to be together, but you know, I think it is saying something about like 
fathers out there who really care about their children and mothers who really care about their children, even though they're not together, they have a very like calm and decent split where they could both handle their responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I think that's saying something too, but um, that's always not the case. And so I just think to myself, like you definitely need to stay protected at all times. Yeah, for sure. And Rihanna's statement, you know, of her being ancient at 42 and having babies. Honestly, if I had a baby at 42, I think I'd be just okay. Um, because if I was with someone and we've been married for an extended amount of time and this is our miracle baby, because you just never know that could happen too. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still be as excited, but I wouldn't, I don't, I don't feel like I want to put pressure on myself that I have to have kids tomorrow or like I have to have this basketball team of a family mm-hmm. tomorrow just because I'm getting older. I know like our biological clocks are ticking. Um, tick, tick, motherfucker. <laughs> tick, tick. <laughs> tick, tick. <laughs> Dating with someone with a child. What kind of, what are your thoughts about that? That ain't As my we ministry. Get older, that's not in your ministry either? No. No. <laughs> uh-uh. No. <laughs> that's okay. That's no. perfectly okay. No. I just, mm-mm. I have before. Once. Was okay. it Once. Well, okay, I had one nigga who had a baby on me, but we didn't date after that, so that don't count. Oh, child. Girl, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Um, And then I <laughs> d- <laughs> and then I dated a guy who had two kids. Yes, mm. he had two That's sons. That's too, too many. Right, too, too many. They were like, the babies are like five years apart or something. And one, like, he was married before, got married, like, very young. So one was mm-hmm. with his high school sweetheart, and then the second one was with his ex-wife. And so it made sense, oh. I guess, like timing-wise, but I was like, oh, okay, you know, we'll see how this goes. Because it was, I started, he mentioned that he had kids early, mm-hmm. right? Like, very early. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, tell me more. But... It wasn't how fresh are these kids. Right, but we were in person when he told me. It wasn't like, you know how you have those phone conversations for a little bit. Then it's like, oh, I don't really like him. I don't want to talk to him no more. No, nah, we yeah. were like sitting in front of each other and we were vibing. And then he was like, Yeah, my kids. I was like, Children. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Tell you more. You failed to mention that. Right. So. You failed <laughs> to mention that in our previous conversations. I never knew that was a thing. But let's talk about it now that we're in front of each other eating dinner. Like, what's up? Um and so I never I never met one of the kids but the other kid he like okay so it was some random shit like his ex-wife was like come get the come get the kid damn it come get the kid so like he oh, had wow. the kid for like a couple months and it was like very early on when we were talking so it was like we met like we met we were talking said like a couple weeks he told me he had kids and he was like yeah one of my sons is coming down and gonna stay with me for like the summer right when he gets out of school or something say it was like those three months those three months were like two months away but the mom i don't know what she was going through she was like just meet me come get this baby right now or whatever and it was like the handle it yeah it was like real yeah she couldn't handle it and so he had to come get the kids so a lot of after that the time that we spent was there was a third party involved which was fine i mean the kid was cute he was fine until one day his dad had to do something like oh we were at the house we're chilling and his friend got a flat tire up the street from where he lived 
And so he was like, can y'all stay here? And I'll go help him change the tire. I'll be back in like 30 minutes. And I was like, uh, y'all, me and the kid girl, girl. And I was like, okay. mm, that's fine. I was like, that's fine. It had been some weeks since the little boy was there. And like the interactions that we had before were fine. Like it was regular. That mm-hmm. little nigga. <laughs> He decided his ass. Yeah, he he decided to like try to show his ass while his dad was gone. But he didn't know anything about me and kids and he know he didn't know that I don't play the radio with people children. Um so it was like a I don't want to say a knockdown drag out kind of thing cuz it wasn't. He was just trying to act bad and I was like, "Look now, look little nigga, I'm not I'm not doing this with you. So what you're going to do is sit down and hush or it's going to be a problem as soon as your dad get back cuz I'm not tolerating it." So what's up? Because if you want to act like this, you can go sit in the room by yourself. But I'm not going to deal with it. What would you like to do? Right. (laughs) Period. And he was like, oh, she ain't with the shits. So he got his little life together or whatever. And after that, we had no problems. He was in love with me after that. Even after we stopped talking, I remember I talked to the dude maybe like a couple months later, stuff like that. And he was like, the kid was asking about me. Oh, my God. The kid was asking about me. And then one time while we were, was it while we were talking? One time while we were talking, the kid was on FaceTime with his mom. And she was Mm. like, you know, what'd you do today or whatever? And he's like, oh, me and Kavori and dad, we did blah, 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 whatever. And the mom was just like, who's (laughs) Kavori? Right. Like, who is that? Who is Kavori or whatever? So I don't know how they deal with that situation, but that was too much for me. Like, it's too many because it's not just the kid. It's the kid and then the mom and the mom's family. And then like, that's too much for me. That's too complex of a situation. I just want to get to know you like you and then know your family. And then we can introduce this situation organically and not it be like a forced situation. Um, I do have a question. I want you to answer, but I do have a question. Do you feel like people with kids should date people with kids? I think it's easier. I think if Uh you have a child and you date someone else that has a child too, they kind of understand where you are. Yeah. And they can meet you at the level that you're at. I think it's Mm -hmm. definitely easier because like you said, like that guy, he has a child. He's dating you who doesn't. You don't get it. You don't understand the struggle and you don't, you Mm -hmm. don't you're not meeting him where he is because for you, it's just like, you could pop up and go wherever you want to go whenever you want to do that. Right. He has to actually think about like, I got to get a babysitter. I got to make sure, sure that little nigga ate me doing this. Right. <laughs> I got to make sure he ate, you know, like there's so many things that goes into that. Like I, to answer the question before, like I personally would prefer not to date someone with kids just for that simple fact, because mm-hmm. I'm not, not saying that I'm, I can't be kind or I can't like be lenient or like flexible in that situation, but I just prefer not to because I can't meet you where you are. I don't relate to you. I don't relate to your situation. And after a while, like I'm probably, even though it's a, it's a very selfish thing to, to, to say, I know for a fact that like, if I want to do something or if I want to plan a trip, it's like, if we always have to think about like, several things before that like you know you think about planning a trip with your bo- your boyfriend it's just his job that you have to make sure like he gets the days off for right he'll have the money or something like that right now i have to make sure that you know you got to tell your your baby moms or your, the mother of your children you got to tell her sure and you have to make sure the kid is 
<laughs> make sure you got your weekend. There's so many layers to that. And I wouldn't want to make my significant other feel bad for having to do that. So I just prefer not to even go through it. And that's just yeah. my choice. I just think that it's just easier to not. Um, would I, I, I have gone on dates with people that have kids, but nothing has ever gone past that. I just mm-hmm. think for me, it's more so like I wouldn't even want to put neither one of us in that situation. Yeah. Kids love me. They're super cute. But I know for a fact that he's going to get frustrated with me because I may not understand where he's coming from Mm -hmm. or he may feel like I'm selfish because, well, all you think about is yourself. It's like, no, I'm thinking about us, too. But I wasn't expecting for us to be me, you and plus three, you know. And I also think about how fresh these kids are because I, I like I've seen people and they're like, oh, yeah, I have a I have a one year old. It's like, nigga, your your mama, she just had a baby. That's a fresh mm-hmm. child to have a one year old. Like, so you guys are just not Mm-mm. trying to make it work Mm-mm. out, or was and this never something that much. you wanted to do? I feel like that it's is too much. That's too much. And then, even then, I mean, you never know, like, especially when you enter in that situation, you may not ever truly know them, their history. Like, they may mm-hmm. have had a much more complex history than what you're aware of. And then that's something that you have to deal with or something that you because like, what if the baby three years old, right? And everything's great. Y'all are dating. You think everything's great. And then they kind of start to be like, dang, my kid is getting older and they're wondering where daddy is. Hmm, mm-hmm. maybe we should try to work this out or you know yep. maybe we should try this Their mindset can change exactly mm-hmm. and um that's just and they're forever gonna always to unpack. that's so many layers and you also think to yourself like the people that you have a child with they're gonna always be in your life forever you know so you can be dating all these other people if you want to but just know like this woman is forever gonna be someone that he's gonna have to respect and cherish Mm -hmm. as you want for him to do anyways Mm -hmm. but he's gonna have he's definitely gonna have to like up his game on respecting and cherishing her and making sure like that relationship is still strong in a sense and there are crazy women out there who don't want that person to date and don't want that person to be in healthy relationships so sometimes they try to sabotage it that's real Mm -hmm. i don't want to be caught up in that Mm-mm. And I think that's perfectly okay to say, like, hey, listen, like when I talk to people who have kids, I'm like, okay, so what? Is, my first question is, what is your relationship like with your yes. child's mother? How is co-parenting going? How is co-parenting going? Like, do you see your? Do you guys have a good? Do you guys talk? Do you guys communicate effectively? Like, are you guys always arguing? And if they are arguing, why are you arguing? Because you mm-hmm. should be. Everything should be for the child. So there should be no reason that you are. Or if they tell me like, oh, well, she's difficult. Well, why is she difficult? Right. What, what were you guys, you know, like those are things that you should definitely ask. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people get caught up in the fact like, oh, but he's attractive and, you know, he does well for himself. He has goals and that's great. But if to me, you can be all those things. If you have a terrible relationship with the mother of your child, it it's done. I can't. Yeah. Honestly, if I date somebody who has children, your child got to be like 13. <laughs> yeah. Legit. Your child got to be whole grown. Like you and, and the you mom like, have settled I, yeah. out your shit. Y'all, are, y'all mm-hmm. are not trying to get back with each other. Y'all just here for the kid. Y'all can be friends. Yep. The mom is now remarried or like with somebody. Something. Like it has to be in a, a, an extreme circumstance for me to yeah. be like okay because if i'm sitting across the table from a nigga and he says like my child i kind of have to hide my facial response like my facial reaction me too i'm, like, I'm like, like oh, okay. okay all right all right um, you know your voice gets high too like oh so, 
Ooh, this was cute. Um, How old is he? Like, or she? Like, is it a girl boy? Like, what's going on with that? <laughs> you gotta like, sound okay, interesting. Oh, deep. let me see a picture. Oh, she's adorable. Yeah. She is adorable. That okay? is so cute. This just caught me on. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, bitch, I can't wait till this shit over. I gotta call Jasmine to let her know I ain't going okay, out with this like, nigga again. Girl, this. Died before it even started. This man will not be seeing me. And again. I do feel bad. I do feel bad because no, let me rephrase this. I don't feel bad, but I think that it is saying something like as we get older, I was just talking to a good friend about this the other day. Like we're going to meet people that have kids. Absolutely. We're, everybody we're, got kids now. You know, everybody got kids now. Like it's just a thing. So it's like the ones that don't, those are like unicorns at this point in time. It's like, wait, what? You don't. Okay, oh, great. Let's okay. keep talking. Right. You know? <laughs> Um, let me learn more about you. But then those are the ones that have been either picked through or they're already booed up or hell, they about to be married in two seconds anyways. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of like dating's hard out here. Um, so bad. You just met because you, you ain't my dad. ain't my dad. <laughs> legit how I feel that I feel like children would be like, um, parent trap, you know, when they tried to like set their girl woman up. Yeah. Like the, the, the lake or whatever. Has she had her waking up and freaking and they out? Were like, like 11. I, no. Mm-hmm. 11. Mischievous. And y'all found Terrible y'all's way back kids. to each other all the way from across the world. See now nah. from across the world. No, nah. they're about to get married. So I feel like kids are cool. I would like to have my own kids with someone because I feel like if I were ever to go through like false labor, they're going to, they're going to make, don't downplay it. Don't be like, Oh babe, don't worry. Those just Braxton. Like, no, I want it to be both this of our, our first, first experience. This is our <laughs> first time. We are freaking out. I mean, like I remember when uh, Daquan was going yeah. through this thing. It was Braxton Hicks. Don't worry, babe. Give it a couple yeah. hours. Like nigga, shut your experienced no. ass up. Exactly. I don't want that. <laughs> I, I just, I personally just don't want it. I want you to be like freaking out with me, Mm-mm. you know? I don't want any of Get it. Get scared. <laughs> <laughs> so to all you cool cats and kittens out there, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another week of our live Big Cat Rescue podcast. Um, does Je- Jasmine, do you have any uh, do of the week for us? Do of the week. Stay in your mother freaking house. Okay. Social distance yourself. I know that's going to be a long time. But listen, we have <sighs> the end of April, maybe May, maybe June, July. I don't know. Girl, Things are changing every single house. day. Christmas is canceled. Okay. They let us I mean, the period. house till 2021. It, it is. It it's pretty much canceled, but y'all you know better what? apologize. Give you time for all that shit y'all talked at the end of the year because twenty twenty. <laughs> but this gives people something. time to work on those projects. Um, if you have wanted to do webinars or s- learn something that you've always wanted to do, you can mm-hmm. do that. If you just want to relax, you can do that too. I keep seeing a meme out there saying that if you haven't come out of this quarantine with new finances or a new skill or a new project that you're just lacking discipline, but you know what? This is a trauma. This is traumatic for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's okay People to take this time to kind of just. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's okay to take this time to do what you want to do. And if that if that is laying on the couch, catching up on all your TV shows, do that. Okay. Do I that, commend baby. you. Prayers out to everyone and their families for sure. 
If you guys have any suggestions for future episode topics, any questions or comments or any sponsorship opportunities, hit us up at becomingshelive at gmail.com and make sure you guys follow us on our journey on Instagram and Twitter at becomingshe underscore. For sure, for sure. Thank y'all for for tuning in to yet another week of the Joe Exotic Podcast. We love y'all. I'm sick of you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Step daddy. Step daddy. Step daddy. Step daddy. Step daddy. Do step daddy. Do step daddy. Hey. Thank you.